0: Hello and welcome to another Cage Club revisited. This is episode forty-three, The Frozen Ground from twenty thirteen. I'm Joey Lewandowski, and I'm Mike Manzi. This is meant to be listened to while you watch the movie. If you want to hear us talk about The Frozen Ground eloquently, I think with Tobin, I think so.
1: Pretty Go sure. back and
0: listen to episode seventy-one of Cage Club Prime. This is toward the end. Of his initial run, this wow. is probably you know. I think we ended at like seventy eight ish, so this is definitely the final Towards eight the movies. End, the home stretch back then. Cage and Cusack, Vanessa Hudgens, Fifty Cent. We are watching the DVD today, Mike. If you want to play the movie, you're on the menu. If you want to play the movie, in three, two, one, play. Playing. Let's grab a, a bingo card. Go to slash games Download a Nicolas Cage movie bingo Let's card. Grab another loser here.
1: There we go.
0: Here we go. Nicholas Cage movie bingo, the frozen ground, a Lionsgate film. Is this is this a Saturn film or no?
1: No, oh, we will find out. It could very well be a Grindstone Entertainment Group.
0: Um, you, uh, what, how long is this movie? It is hour forty-five. Oh boy. I thought it was shorter than that. I thought it was about <laughs> 90 minutes. I thought it was a, a nice, a nice tight 90. Well,
1: it could be, but we never know. But they, they could have 10 minutes of trailers. So this they is...
0: They Cheetah Vision Films. This is
1: the fourth, so far, production logo.
0: So this is our uh, month of weird oh, weather. What is this? Behold, Behold, I send you forth a sheep in the midst of wolves. Do you have religion or spirituality on your 10, list? 16. Because... Based have, on actual oh, events... of have magic and mysticism. If you have adaptation... So can we count that as subtitles or no?
1: Well, not... that's more
0: of a title card. Okay, that's fine. Um, this is our month of weather. Mm-hmm. It's a very Western loose Mark. theme. It's not great. But between this and our next movie, the Humanity Bureau, it's sort of weather extremes. Because mm-hmm. in my mind, Hot and cold. March is supposed to be a nice springtime. But like we usually get mm-hmm. snow in winter. Isn't like and a lion out like a lamb, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The Ides of March. April showers bring Mayflowers. What do Mayflowers bring? Anchorage, Anchorage Alaska, Alaska, 1983. 1983. So the cross-law someone returns from the cage film because you got Cusack back. Oh, look at this. It says Peaches or Bunnies. That's funny. Oh, that's why I changed it. Yes, 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 yes. Now, wasn't this a uh, movie cage that, that we talked pill. about with Tobin, I think, where the director had it taken away from him? Oh, was it like... Uh, Paul Schrader with uh, Ray,
1: Dog? Of, Ray of Light or Dawn of Dawning of the Light. Oh, Dying of the Light. Dying of the Light.
0: <clears throat> Got that taken away. Damn, Hudge, really shout out, Zach! Attack, shout out High School Musical. Yikes. Oh, so this is, the whole movie's a flashback, I guess. Oh, really? Because she's not going to get abducted twice. Maybe. This is remember. them saving her. And then we get to Cusack being the, spoiler, serial killer, uh, where he, you know, eyes her at the strip club, abducts her, brings her back home, so on and so forth.
1: I guess we'll have to
0: – see. no, I thought
1: – doesn't – she helps Cage and then she oh. thought she does get abducted again. I thought that was the whole – Oh, boy. Poor Vanessa. Craziness yeah. is like, he
0: gets her twice? Well, we'll, we'll have to find out. I have on my card next to each other flashback and time jump. So, in theory, (laughs) if we go back... You're good to go. I get two in a row. Gotta go back. Religion and ritual. I do have that. I'm gonna cross that off. X-Files Connection. How can I link to the X-Files? I don't know if they ever had an episode in Alaska. They had, in season one, they had a very famous episode called Ice. Which hmm. is basically their version of the thing. Well, they make scully. it to like Antarctica. Uh, I think that's. I think that's ice, maybe. And the they movie. go down there, the movie they make
1: it to like the North Pole or where are they in the movie where the ship is? You know so what I, mean? I didn't
0: realize the bad blood. So there was you, you watched that horror noir thing. The yeah, the, black the, uh, yeah,
1: the the history of uh, African Americans and and
0: one of the most fucked up things in that movie was when they were talking about how scientists experimented on poor black people oh, in the South. Yeah, like the Tuskegee The, the, the yeah. syphilis. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a whole, like, you know, the whole, like, all the names in the X-Files, like, the sort of the second or third major mythology arc is the bad blood hmm. and, like, all that kind of stuff. Tuskegee experiments, stuff like that. And that's just, like, in the X-Files. So like, yeah. I didn't realize, I mean, I should have known that it was based on... Long-time
1: governmental conspiracy stuff.
0: Yeah, it's not all about aliens, right? The
1: X-Files? No. Like, you come to find out, like, no, like, they're testing on the population and cloning all kinds of crazy shit. And
0: then there's the black oil. Mm-hmm. That's the actual alien though. That's the alien organism. Right? Yeah. But it's like the government manipulation of it all. And mm-hmm. there's a couple of sort of major mythology arcs there. Krychek. <laughs> I love that <laughs> character. Double agent, special, or special agent, double agent Alex Krychek. He's not in that many. Just, no, I know, but he's like, like He's like
1: the uh he's like the dark molder. I always felt or something mm. like He's
0: like I could have been you molder. Cage? But I gave into my Looking ten pretty digits. good here for it being 2013. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and again oh, our, married to a blonde. You remember yeah, I was just <laughs> to I remember our uh through line of trying to figure out who he was. In relationships with and like because i think i think you with this theory or whatever that Was just like oh it's way more And then we're like oh it's like the same. it's like weirdly mm-hmm. even across the board <clears throat> but he is a cop again so cage is a cop he looks good here
1: yeah this is still back when i feel direct to video the vod stuff like was still very much just a a, sh- a hair away from being released in theaters You know what I'm saying Like this has a vibe to it That it could have still been in theaters some, At some point Helicopter I've got that Do I have helicopter? I don't It's a little Firebirds action
0: Ooh A little uh, Al
1: Cerullo action mm-hmm. But you know what I mean Like this movie still feels like It could have gotten a theatrical release yeah. As opposed to some of the more recent Direct-to-video stuff I th- I think and not just his direct video stuff, I just mean in general, the landscape has already changed so much just in
0: like the past four years. His wife is played by Rada Mitchell, right. who's still acting. She was in uh, Man on Fire, that Denzel movie. All right. Olympus has fallen. I think London has fallen too. She's not been in a ton of stuff. Is that a beach? Are we on the beach? No, it's more just like... Oh, it's shore. Shore. Okay. And if you have beach, yeah, you can cross yeah, off. I don't know I'll if I do that, that. Oh, that's a weird skull. If you have Breaking Bad connection, here we go. It's got, oh, it's, it's not look a who it is. Yeah, Hank Schrader. I'm going to cross off Wacky Wardrobe because that hat is wild. And also,
1: he's in. Um, he's got a scene, a great scene
0: in Starship Troopers. That shot, I think was our episode, like this shot here, uh, yeah. was like our episode or maybe my Facebook banner or something. Like I just thought it was kind of cool with the two of them. This cage top build. Some good mustache work in this movie. I have both New Orleans and Las Vegas. That's not going to happen.
1: Uh, I wonder if the titular line's is going to be spoken. The ground is frozen. You could call it
0: frozen ground. Do you think, so if he visits, when he visits, oh, wait, over overt sexism, I mean, Sure. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> um, we have Cage in jail as a, cl- as a box, right? Right. Does he have to actually be arrested, or can he just be in a prison if he's a cop? That's a good call. I think it's I think it's just if he's there, I right? think if
1: it's just, I mean, you know, if we have to get into specifics, you know, if it's against winning or losing,
0: you got to go with it.
1: If, if there's Elvis to the Beatles, I'm going to win this, but I don't, I'm not.
0: I don't think so. Not holding out hope. Look at her drinking a carton of
1: milk. Yeah, that's because it's 1983. That's what milk used to look like. And also she's like a, a child. Oh, and these were the cartoons of the day. little Tom and Jerry action, maybe? There's subtitles. Where? No, it's title cards. God damn it. Oh, look, it's Kevin, oh. Kevin Dunn from Beep. Yeah, and uh, Shia's dad in Transformers. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, this, I think when we had the episode, we might have been doing all of his movies at this time, maybe, or no, 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 no we weren't, no, and no. I don't, maybe when we were doing all of his movies, we were like, oh, the, he was in a Cage film, because I know there was some kind of connection there.
0: Because we time. did this, I remember doing, because we did Cage Club fully when I was yeah, in Texas. and then we stopped. And then when I moved back, mm-hmm. we had started Keanu when I was in Texas. We did Shia in the middle of Keanu. Yeah. I still think that was cool. I mean, I I, I still don't know if we released it in the right way with one a day. I understand why we did that, but... No, I agree. You know, it is what it is. It's a thing for people to find. I heard his new movie's amazing. I'd like to get back on that. Honey Boy?
1: Yeah. got really good reviews.
0: Well, there's a couple movies he's got coming out this year that look really good. Hmm.
1: I was trying to think of our... He looks like he could have a little goss to him. I was like, this guy could be played by. He could be played by. I'm um, not saying this guy looks, but I'm like, he has a little, that thing going.
0: That's a cool look,
1: looking uh, like.
0: Yeah. I was trying to think of our schedule for Cinemakers, another one, another one of our shows here on the Podcast Network, where Mike and I, with a guest, often with a guest, go back through the entire works of a director. We did Soderbergh. Yes, and we, did we have two Nolan, to do. We have a and Soderbergh Havreling. and a Fede
1: Alvarez to do. I still don't know how to do that I right. think we but just anyway. do them. I think we just do them. Like, we do Cinemakers episode whatever, Soderberg. High Flying Bird by Steven Soderbergh, and then the next one, episode whatever, Girl with the Spider's Web, Fede Alvarez. Like, Ooh. we just do them. It's just like, you know. That's the that's the feed, you know what I'm saying? Like, Because what are we going to do? Not review the new Christopher Nolan movie when it comes out and stuff? Like, we have to go back and do...
0: Were you Jack? We have to go back. We have to fill in the pieces. I just don't know like I feel like the problem with Cinemakers, although we just did have somebody in the last month say how much he was loving Soderbergh. The Cinemakers one is just so hard for people to find. Like it's
1: not that any of us. I don't shows know, are I, I think I don't think it's as hard as you'd think it is for them. I think maybe just in terms of the way the rest of the shows are laid out, it se- it might seem a little more difficult to, to track? I also I also know the down, the download numbers. It's less oh, downloaded than... Well, I shows. just... I, I don't know. I think the listeners get it. I, you know, when we... When a director we've already covered comes out with a new movie, we will just go back and do it. Mm. I mean, because it's kind of like our cage feed now. Like, they alternate between new movies and these old movies. Like, it's not a pristine feed just for the new cage films.
0: I guess I also shouldn't complain because you edit all the cinemakers, so it's, it's really less work <laughs> for me, but... I was, so I was trying to think in terms of like what we're doing next. So like the next one we're going to do, like we've announced is the next new one, at least is Matt Stewart's to do mm-hmm. his two movies. And then I think you and I talked about doing the Wachowskis just with ourselves and then some other one. And then I was thinking, Oh, we were going to do with Iceland. We were going to do the woman who did the invitation who did girl fright, girl fight, uh, who did uh, Karen Kusama. Oh, uh, yeah. Flex. Yeah. Oh boy.
1: Hey, interdimensional, fight with the in space squid space of time, thing of yes. space. yeah so that's cool and also franny mcd as her sort of like operative inside her head remember she goes inside her own head and francis miss dormant's there in like a big yeah <laughs> still doesn't mean the movie is good no but there's interesting things going on i like when she finally gets to the ship and finds out the truth and everything
0: blades of grass she's like a clone from like a thousand years ago This girl's gonna get Abducted right Because she looks like Vanessa Hudgens I think so That looks like
1: Cusack's Truck right Yeah Poor doggy. Cusack didn't know They were filming right He's just going about His day Abducting people <laughs> Blocking people On Twitter mm, Boy You should just know Never to get into A truck like that <laughs> If you don't own it Well it's the 80s That's true It's 83 A Street People were more willing to give them the benefit of the doubt, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Based on what you're driving. And then here's Cusack. And his other car that's the same color as his truck. And I guess maybe you could say he's got, like, some kind of split personality in this movie, maybe? Like James McAvoy in Split? Spoilers? Well, he's got, like, 64 personalities. He's got way too many. I don't know why he has so many personalities in that movie. He should have, like, five. That's enough. Well, we only see, like, five or six. That's what I mean. Yeah, you should only have the ones we see.
0: Maybe it's because Emma Chamelon's not a great filmmaker. Well, it
1: has to do with that, and also I think he has got, like, actually has, like, 23 personalities, or the same number of personalities as humans have chromosomes.
0: Pairs of chromosomes?
1: And that was, like, his connection to it. Oh, he's, the beast is, like, an extra chromosome. Oh, boy. It's what makes him special.
0: There is, like, a cool element to that where, like, you know, he in Split, when he emails his psychiatrist, and like, there's, like, 23 different people emailing, you know, like, yeah. there's, like there's, a, there's something cool to the volume of it all. Yes. That said,
1: <clears throat> he, he does not have the grace to deal with mental illness on that level of turning it into, like, a supervillain, like, fantastical kind of fantasy thing. It, not that it ever becomes, like, bad taste or anything. It's just like, oh... Like parts of this feel like you're just not equipped to deal with at yeah. night. Just like I just feel like your personal philosophies clash with your characters too much sometimes.
0: This reminds me now of one of our favorite movies of Seeking Justice, where he's in a newsroom. I mean, he's not in a newsroom; but he's talking about archives. He's talking about yeah, you know, and he's research. He's, he's pulling a spotting.
1: Like that's what I love, Detective Cage. Like that's in Seeking Justice. He's just a detective with no badge. He's just you know, husband detective. And uh, you know, like like uh, Snake Eyes, you know, when he gets into detective mode and cracks five people, make a conspiracy, two hundred dollars for a blowjob. I mean, you know, he's on the he's on it. Cindy, I think that's the Vanessa Hudgens character, right? Yeah, I think so. Also, this just feels yep. like. This feels like a scene you show in screenwriting class where it's like, here's how you don't dump all your exposition at once and just have a guy walk, like, don't do a walk and talk, like, that long. Cage driving. Going through three rooms,
0: talking to three different people. Yeah, I mean, again, this is sort of, knowing what's coming in other Cage movies, this is not the worst. However, this is also... Not the best It's below average VOD I think For him Well that's why I feel like It gets so close
1: Like yeah. like It's 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 things like that That uh, Keep it from being in theaters And
0: Like this is the kind of movie You put in theaters That like, it's in theaters for like Ten days Two weeks yeah Like you just pull it After the second weekend Because it made Eleven dollars mm-hmm. You don't remember that? I do yeah No I'm just saying it For Rose, the listeners
1: wow it's like disneyland down there it
0: does look like 70s new york i think we talked about that in the Mm -hmm. episode about how like Uh this feels much busier and much more alive than stereotypically i would say Mm -hmm. alaska would be like especially what feels like it's you know because the whole the premise of the movie the frozen ground is like it's winter it's too cold or winter adjacent at least Mm -hmm. the ground is too cold to dig up clues and stuff right so like oh yeah so like right like you can't dig up dead bodies which means it's very cold but then he also
1: can't dig a hole to bury a dead body so is the idea that he buried him in the spring or like when did they thaw out like i'm a little fuzzy on that and then this guy it's a whole other like he's going on and on about like exposition exposition like it's okay
0: but oh nudity nudity Got it Well this is the club where Vanessa Ajans works where she's the only stripper who does not get naked maybe she's just the bartender no she
1: dances like uh, oh okay because wasn't it that movie loser where the girl worked at the strip club and she was just
0: the uh, bartender Mina Suvari yeah it was a full nude a full nude bar apparently yeah
1: and it did not seem like a strip club but then again 83
0: it's a different time. Hmm. This feels like a very, you know, SVU kind of thing. Like, this mm-hmm. feels like a John, like, you know, the John Mulaney bit where he's just like, you know, there's a guy always unloading boxes. She's just, like, she's like, she's uh-huh. so, she's too busy to be bothered. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Whereas, like. I have like, to smoke my cigarette, guys. Yeah, whereas, like, you know, and this is all his bit where it's just like, you know, a cop shows up, like, you're going to stop what you're doing. But he's like, I gotta open up the place. What do you want from me here? I'm trying to work. You try, you you cramping my style. Hey, this guy looks familiar
1: too. This bouncer dude. Does he? Yeah. Is it? Oh, oh, speaking of Split, wasn't that the uncle from Split? That looked like the uncle from Split. I have
0: no idea. But Maybe. you know,
1: come on. Oh, you don't know that? I
0: saw Split once, and that was before it even came out. That was the uh, the premiere. There's like that big, creepy uncle with the beard,
1: and it looked just like him. I'm going to look it up, see if it's the same guy. Frozen ground, Split.
0: Is this somebody new, or is this a woman that we've seen before? I think it's someone new. I like her haircut. It frames her face very nicely. It's the bangs. I like the bangs. She's got it working for her, 1983 Alaska. Okay, Brad William Henke as Uncle John. Is he in the frozen ground? Dun dun dun, dun dun dun. We are checking. He's. 2013.
1: Bright, The Tank, Sneaky Pete, Split, The Night Shift, Pee Wee, Big Holiday, a lot Fury, of stuff. Legends, The Bridge, Draft Day, Frozen Ground,
0: Carl hey, Galinsky. Yo. Sure. <laughs> I like that that Bouncer has a first and a last name. Yeah,
1: and Sean's dad doesn't have a first name. (laughs) (laughs) Just Sean's dad. Maybe because this is sort of based on a true story, that Bouncer was an actual character. I don't know, man. She looks a little like Jenna Malone in um, that Joaquin Phoenix movie. Um, In Heron Weiss. She's only in, like, one scene, but she has, like, the bangs and the very white teeth and, like... She's talking about how... Uh, She's got, like,
0: Brian O'Connor blue eyes, yeah, too. Yeah, she does. She's got those piercing, frozen ground eyes. Yeah, there's a lot of movies that, like, I just only, I've just i only seen once that I need to see again where, you know... The only, the only woman I remember from Inherent Vice is Catherine Watterson. Waterston, Watterson? Watterson?
1: Well, and then there's the other one, the main one telling the story... I thought that was her. That's not her. No. She just shows up at the beginning and then at the end, completely naked at the end. Yeah. I don't know. And, uh, yeah. This I reminds of me K. of. Okay, Williams uh, is in there. This
0: is sort of similar ish, kind of, not quite, but similar to Summer of 84, right? I mean, this is 83. This is Winter of 83, Summer of 84. Oh, yeah, with that Creepy guy. The dungeon basement. Mm hmm. He was watching
1: something on TV, so. If, you have that. Someone watches something. I do not.
0: I don't think I'm gonna bingo. It looks cold where they're actually filming. Well, that was uh, he knows you're alone, right? Where we were watching where Tom Hanks was complaining about how cold it was. Mm-hmm. You don't th- you don't think about it. you don't think about how these actors are like heroes.
1: Well, no, I mean like in Insomnia. Remember I My brought girl. up on that episode in Insomnia where it's like yeah they actually had to deal with.
0: You Always know, the Midnight Sun, sun yeah. and
1: like Robin Williams relapsed
0: because of it.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, now Pacino's just like, whatever, more sun to marry
0: So we have Gabrielle Montez. Huh? Shout she looks, out.
1: She looks really good there. Just good in, I mean, in general and stuff, but yeah, like. She's beautiful. No, I'm just saying, like, in the movie, though, she looks like really good.
0: Well, she plays a hooker.
1: But she looks, you know, me and hookers in films, and like, I feel like she looks. Way too G-Y? beautiful to be a hooker Yes, because this came up in Waking Up in Reno When they're at, when Billy Oh, when yes, Billy, yes, yes, <laughs> Billy Bob You're like, Swayzee Eva Mendes is park. too attractive No, to not hooker. Eva Mendez. It, it was um, Penelope, oh, Penelope Cruz. Cruz
0: I'm like I, I was like, that's where I draw the line No
1: way that a call girl Could be as attractive as Penelope No, you Cruz. said
0: no way a call girl in Reno Could be as attractive <laughs> yes, <that's> an, uh, <laughs> She's the big fish in a small pond Yeah, little did I know, her character was staking out Reno as her own. I mean, she's also 23 in this movie, so she's not, you know... Oh, she she definitely looks super young. She hasn't been worn down. I mean, I don't know how old she... Oh, actually, I do know how old she is. Because she was born a year after me and a day before. Oh, okay. Like, she... She does not look like she's in her
1: early late 20s here or whatever. So
0: she was born in 88, so she would be 24 when she filmed this, 23, 24. So she's playing age-appropriate. Okay. I guess she does look that age, yeah. This is, I think, three years after the third High School Musical. I think I want to say, I want to say that it was like oh six, oh eight, and two thousand ten, maybe. Huh. Yeah, she. I just love her. You know, I because inst- the, because the way that Instagram displays its content it's like whatever you like the most shows first mm. so my my feeds are just her and the rock because <laughs> it's just like they post cool stuff like either he's posting stuff about Fast and Furious or she's just posting like selfies and she's beautiful so I like Whoa. those and Like so that's all I get served by Instagram look it's at just, all
1: the uh, Phillips that he's killed oh man well, I don't remember all that on the wall blacks blacks Phillip I mean, white Phillip in this, in this sense I guess and then they're gonna pan over and there's just a girl chained to the to the floor right yeah, it's Christina Ricci from Black Snake Moon. <laughs> no, but that's like everything is like, oh, look how normal, and it's a normal, everything's fine. Da, 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 Although nah.
0: we know better, knowing Cusack. Well, we know, yeah, I we know. know better. <laughs> yeah, and here she is, just. She peed herself. Wow. At a blanket she's wrapped in looks comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a quilt. This is a, another sort of breaking bad connection, the first season of Breaking Bad where you know he's got that guy in the basement. You remember? Oh the cat's in oh the my bag and the bags in the river, season one, I, like four I and five a lot or whatever. Lot of that. Yeah. And like the, the the plate breaks and he puts the plate back together and realizes the guy's been holding like a shard and that's when he decides to kill him because he's like he's gonna kill me, kill or be killed. Professor Pickles. <laughs> I ain't know Professor Pickle that's a different thing altogether. Professor Murder, Pickles That's the East Coast, West Coast, ventriloquist battle from uh, Mr. Show. I wonder if she's an actress. Is she anybody of note? Well, I mean, clearly she's an actress. Well, I understand that. (laughs) You know.
1: Oh, is this where there's someone, like, upstairs? Does he have to
0: preemptively kill her? Man, I don't want to get in the mind of a serial killer but can you imagine how depressing it would be to like go through the work of like luring yeah. a girl there only to have to preemptively kill her that's what I think happens with her?
1: yeah I mean I hope that's what happens to him because I don't want him to
0: succeed Debbie in Peters. Thing. she's been on a bunch of TV stuff lately nothing I watch Oh, she was in Empire State with Emma Roberts and uh, The Rock and uh, Liam Hemsworth.
1: Hmm.
0: So in last episode, I trashed "Isn't It Romantic." Uh, in the the male lead, aside from Adam Vine, is Liam Hemsworth. Okay. And but I didn't recognize him because he's like got his hair dyed blonde and everything. And I was like, "Who's this Chris Hemsworth knockoff <laughs> and that they got?" And then like I saw, I was like, "Oh, well, what did you know it's actually a Chris Hemsworth knockoff
1: <laughs> by blood." Just like four of them, I mean, they breed them under city. Well, there's three, and then there's the four. There's Larry
0: from The Good Place, Larry <laughs> Hemsworth. <laughs> you mean Larry? But that's another thing that, like, in the reality of Isn't It Romantic, he speaks like an American businessman. But in the rom com, he speaks Australian. He has an Australian that is, accent. Got his sexy accent. And she's like, "Why are you speaking with an Australian accent?" He's like, "Because I'm Australian." Which is sort of a meta joke Because he is Australian But still You know Seeing that I'm just like I just want to watch Bad Times at the El Royale Where Chris Hemsworth plays oh, Charles weirdo. Guy, and guy, and guy. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, Colt Leader At the end of that one
0: Come on, boots
1: That movie's very interesting It's very unique It's got some great music Some
0: amazing camera work I really like that movie a lot That was in my top ten for last year
1: I didn't see it till this year, so...
0: Along with um, Game Night, which I think we talked... I don't know if we talked about it on an episode. We are talking about... You know, no, but we just talked about it here. during lunch a lot. <laughs> <laughs> My girl, Rachel McAdams. Cage,
1: very... Listening very intently.
0: It feels like we're jumping around in time. I know we're, but not. we're not.
1: Yeah, we're just going sideways. It just feels... It does feel like she's telling this story we're seeing of Cusack and the girl and yeah. everything, but it's not. No, this scene just went on too long, so they had to separate it somehow.
0: Like it's, it's sort of, it's approaching interesting filmmaking levels. You know what I mean? Eh, but it's, it's not close. It's not quite there. It, it feels more like it's trying to fix something,
1: like you know, like uh, like a recut or like yeah. a re-edit or something. Like, what if we did this? Like, let's break up this scene. With what's happening across
0: town. You know, I, I kind of wish, I, I don't actually wish this because this is like a, on the grand scheme of things that I could wish for, this is very <laughs> low, but I kind of wish that I had uh <clears throat> the free time and the ability and the interest in like taking these movies and, and recutting them. You know what I mean? And like trying to make them better.
1: Yes, but I think
0: it's very hard to do with the footage we
1: we have. We'd have to get like the raw footage to really fix anything
0: well so i mean like you know there's the story i think we also talked about this on a previous revisited or something that like topher grace took the three star wars prequels and cut them down in like 86 minutes in total yes and apparently it's awesome but he only had
1: that footage to work with you know what i mean like he didn't have
0: alternate takes but i think think, that's what i'm saying like i think you can make something Mm -hmm. good it might not be the best version of it but i think that you could you know i bet there's a great half hour in here you know what I'm
1: saying? Like you could probably boil this entire movie down to 30 minutes and it would kick ass. Like as a episode of something or of oh, S.V.U. There you go. I mean, maybe maybe even 40 minutes or an hour, but like uh, yeah, I guess I, I hear what you say. That'd be a fun experiment. I do wish I had the time to do that. So which I mean, you do, just watch a couple less movies. Which movie would you
0: work on first, do you think? Would it be frozen ground? She just walks by a guy getting a blowjob. This is, like, it's such a weird... No, I wouldn't... this is ho not the... row, dude.
1: It's ho row. stro
0: Whatever, bro. Like, you just get blowies everywhere.
1: The... You know, walk around. You could get a walk and stuck.
0: <laughs> it's like, why even stand still? I don't know how that works. I can't even drink water while I'm walking <laughs> a cup. Like when we would walk back from you know late night dining at the Birch at Ramapo, when we were living in like Oak, and we had to like walk across campus, right? Like me and Payson, who was on our Grindhouse episode of mm-hmm. Cage Club, who was also on the uh, Funky Monkey episode of Monkey Club mm. on you know, the podcast network, and he would always make fun of me because I can't drink. Like if you had like a cup. With Like, a, like I could drink a bottle while walking, but for some reason, in my head, I can't – I don't have the coordination. and This sounds crazy, but I don't <laughs> think it's that uncommon. Like, if I just have, like, a cup, I can't drink out of a cup and walk. Like, it just splashes everywhere. Okay. He can do it no problem, but he'd always make fun of me. So anyway, what I'm saying is I can't do that. I don't know how I'm supposed to get a walk in the stuff. Now I'm just trying to figure out the logistics of it. Maybe if you're, like, holding her upside don't even, down. <laughs> don't even worry about it. I don't know. I was just – it was just something absurd. If you're holding her upside down, like, she, like, wraps her legs around your well, neck.
1: Well, or if, like, you're going – if you're walking kind of slow and she's crawling along, that doesn't seem – she or he. I mean, you know, I don't have – I don't know why I always nowadays say she, but, like,
0: you know. Well, because we are in 1983 right now, okay, and you know, well, homosexuality, no, we can still. especially in Alaska. All right, if I'm referring
1: to myself, yes, it would be a woman, but, um, no, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was something stupid to say, the something funny to think The logistics of. of it are, I think, feasible, but crazy. <laughs> uh, I don't think it would be pleasurable, I'll tell you that much. Especially not for her. Well, I mean, no. Oh, frozen. I said Frozen, just say the ground. Who's Beardo? He's the only
0: one in this room that doesn't belong here. He looks like the kind of role that like a pro wrestler, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> uh-huh. kind of like he looks like a, like a, a normal sized human version of like John Cena. Right. You know what I mean? Which is like this guy is trying to be a crossover actor from something.
1: Well, it's def- he's definitely playing like, yeah, it's definitely like some freshman actor, like getting a big break here in this room.
0: And actually in this room as opposed to the end of what was that movie that Cage movie that we did recently where like they were all very clearly not in the same room Was the oh 2-11 the <laughs> yeah. wall remember where it's like they're they shot in all, the all room that stuff end, at, like, and it's very clearly stuff. five different people all like, the coverage and, like,
1: the voiceover and like we're ready for you and oh my <laughs> god
0: Char- oh look look, how oh that so guy hard. that
1: guy um, isn't that the psychiatrist in Terminator or something
0: I think we should change on the. Oh, love it! It's like uh, it's like Silence of the Lambs. Can I have your uh, pens over there? Can I? I'm gonna change subtitles to subtitles or title cards. Okay, because I feel like that's more feasible.
1: Mm mhm Now, cage is on screen with an animal. Is Cusack gonna qualify as an animal? No, but, I mean, if he goes to his house, house there's the, the oh, animal there's heads the on heads animal wall. Heads. I love how they uh, trap him in, like, a logic sort of, like, trap at the end of this movie. I think this is what happens where... Because he uh, freaks out. Where Cage, like, proves it beyond a reasonable
0: doubt. Because <laughs> he gets him to confess or something. That's the only thing I remember about this movie. Aside from Vanessa Hudgens being a stripper. And then Cage, like, walks and out. And hair. Cage
1: walks out casually with Cusack still, like, screaming in the interrogation room. Oh, this was on around the time Fargo, I think, Season 3 was on, because I remember oh. thinking how good 50 Cent would have been in Fargo Season 3 as Mike, the uh, that main guy, Mike, who's sort of, like, the bounty hunter, I guess, of the season. You know, the African-American guy with, like, the real smooth talker, who, yes. and then at the end winds up just, like, as part of the system, like...
0: So we would have done this in January 16, I think. No, this would have been, this was season two of Fargo. Okay, so, was, oh, there. yeah, because season three was uh, with uh,
1: the girl from uh, The Leftovers. Nord, Nord. And the guy Nord, with the Calicoon. bad teeth. Euma uh, McGregor. Played? No, 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 the guy. Who, oh, yeah, yeah. Euma McGregor Dueless. playing the brothers. Mary, Mary Elizabeth, Elizabeth Winstead. St. St. Yeah, okay, so David yeah, it Dueless. was season two.
0: Scoot McNary. God, that show is so good. Coming back. They announced season four. Oh man. Twenty twenty, next year sometime. The guy who played Ares. That's so weird. But yeah, no, I mean I, I the the thing with that, I just love the season, that first season so much with like mm. with Billy Bob as Lauren Malvo and, yeah. and, and Colin uh, Hanks and uh what's her name, who's been in everything.
1: And they got married because of that show. Um Jesse and um Marie Antoinette, Mary Jane Watson. Kirsten Dunst? Yeah. yeah, Kirsten Dunst. They met and got married because of Fargo.
0: Who's J- Jesse Plemons? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they played husband and wife on season one. Allison, so Allison told me this, show I'm trying to think of. I remember she played uh, Gunderson. Oh. The main detective. Right, 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 right. She's, She's so good. Yeah. Oh, uh, Salverson, Molly Salverson.
1: Are they smoking crack?
0: Oh, yeah. You yeah, have do drugs and stuff.
1: Cage smokes or Dutch drugs. I have, but...
0: I do like that, you know, Vanessa Hudgens, I mean, aside from the fact that, you know, which Joe Whoa. talked about at length on, his, on our episodes of High School Musical about her, her nude pictures and his, his nickname for her, uh, you know, her leaked nude pictures, not intentional, but yeah, that she went from this, like, you know, wholesome Disney girl to spring breakers and this in the same year, yeah. where she's like, I am very clearly but not I feel uh, like, a Disney princess. I feel like all the Disney people do that
1: because look at Britney and look at Christina. Oh, absolutely. Look at, I mean, Miley. You know, even Goss, to a degree, like, and JT, like, they were... They're still a little more, like, clean-cut, the boys, but even at one point, you look at Justin Timberlake and go, like, wait a minute. And she smoked crack, because now she's going to go dance. hmm
0: I was... You know, they they just announced that uh, Modern Family is ending after its 11th season. Like, it's oh. It's got more, it's ending. And I really <laughs> wonder if... The kids in that show, the guys and the girls, are all going to have their sort of spring breakers. Oh moments. well, the
1: one girl did. She's in that uh, Adam Rifkin movie with uh, Burt Reynolds, the last movie star. Abigail Breslin is that her? No, not, not Abigail. Who? No, who's the girl from? Um, who's like the oldest one? Haley Dunphy. Yeah, I think it's her. Um, what's her name? Let me see. Let me look up the I'll last movie up. star. Because in that movie she looks like so different and she's wearing like almost nothing the entire movie. Sarah Hyland, Ariel
0: Winter. Oh, that's the that's the middle sister.
1: Oh, uh, okay, okay. So in the last movie star, she like freaking goes for it in that movie. I think that's her breakout. Well,
0: she also there's Fifty Cent clapping for her. Look at that hair. Look at that Hip. hair. Looks I like guess he's that's that, she's he's he's her pimp I guess right? I don't
1: right? I don't know for sure but cuz they said she's a
0: street she's a street girl remember cuz like okay. Cage was asking about he her. He should
1: definitely be on that Franco show looking like
0: this. The Deuce. Yeah. Um cuz uh Ariel Winter from The Last Action Hero. Well, what was it called? Not the Last Action Hero. The Last ah, Movie Star. The Last Movie Star. <laughs> there was a there was a span of time a couple years ago where she was in the tabloids a lot because she was like always on vacation, the boyfriend, like, in, like, these, like, really skimpy bikinis and everything, like, she, so she had been okay. sort of known to, like, kind of break Getting out there. in a way, right, but, like, Sarah Hyland, I don't think there's anything, like, super edgy, like, and even the kids, like, you know, the kid who plays Manny, the kid who plays Luke, like, they could do some kind of, like, essentially sunny, right, where, like, they play James Franco as, like, a <laughs> hook, you know what I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's, like, this there's a level, there's an get to. urge, I would imagine, in every actor, when you're known predominantly for a wholesome thing. To want to show the world this isn't exact. This isn't yeah. only who I am. Show your range. Where you know why Jessica Beale did like powder and whatever, or and, why like, they all did me. Uh, why they all did wild things?
1: Yeah, why those girls and everyone in that movie. I feel like that was a real. Ex-
0: and like you don't say, you don't necessarily get naked. Like they didn't get like nobody got naked in Spring Breakers except for Harmony corrin's wife. But like it's yeah. still the idea that like. Right. We're going to go image. smoke and fuck and, like, <laughs> you know, get fucked up and just get arrested. And, like, That's we're what not it's all about. Gossip Girl. We're not High School Musical. We're not yeah. whatever Selena Gomez is known for. Shut that image.
1: This looks like the plane he took to the island in The Wicker Man. He took that little biplane. By- oh. I
0: thought you were going to say... Something about, you know, like Con Air, where they have like, the whole, like, you know, the runways and stuff, they're on the No, plane. but that is the uh, that, it is one of the movies that they were in together. That Con is. Air. That and Arsenal.
1: Look, Con Air, I think they don't meet until the very end of the movie, right? It's so just... a
0: real Pacino, Pacino De Niro moment. Oh, when our
1: kids and Cusack finally <laughs> going to share the screen. But also Marco stood in for both of them in that movie. So that's cool Oh, story. yeah, then he trained somebody to be Cusack's standard? Was that Cusack, or was it who... I think it was... Travolta on face standard. off. something Travolta, Travolta, yeah. like Travolta's standing got like booted from the set, and Marco had to stand in for both of them, and then he just couldn't because they were both in like the same scene together. So how yeah. can you stand in for two people at once? And he ended up training Travolta's new
0: stand-in, who like apparently got became like this like very lucrative. Yeah, went on to actor, be right? his stand-in
1: for for until now yeah. or something. Like I think Travolta saw what Cage was doing, and was like that's a great idea. Like why get a new person every movie? But then Cage really didn't change his body shape that much in 10 years, but Travolta was, like, all over the map, so, like, he must have needed a couple different stand-in types. Yeah, I don't know, man. I like how this scene is all about, like, trying to fix their engine. It's a real, like, Fast and Furious quality to these guys right now, trying to jumpstart <laughs> their, <laughs> their car. Jump it's, like the, it's the lame version, you know, it's, the, it's the, like... These are the cops in Fast and Furious movies. Like, this is (laughs) – that's the excitement they get to experience. I guess the
0: the question is, are they good
1: cops in this? I think so. Well, because they catch him in time, right? Don't they get him just in time or do they
0: not get – I mean, this girl is definitely going to die. We still have an hour of this movie left. She's gone.
1: Well, they get him. They get him. God, look at that. He's so creepy
0: looking. Yeah, he looks –
1: he does not have to do much. I think he's one of the few people you put glasses on and he looks scarier as opposed to like more sort of like innocent. I something. think it matters. It depends on the glasses. Like these, you know, 80s frames. Like these. Oh, I think any glasses on Cusack. Really? You know, it's like a reverse Clark Kent thing going on. Like Now you look like a villain. See, the thing about Cusack in these roles is like, I don't know if he's like a great actor like I enjoy him in movies and I enjoy a lot of his stuff but he's just playing this too well <laughs> he, it feels like he knows what he's doing here too much like maybe he's not acting entirely I don't want to put that on him. <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty extreme this is just commentary chatter it's locker room talk I'm not you oh, know boy. I'm just joking
0: I do like that. Um, I, I, so give Cusack a hard time. Not like we we're ever going to meet him in person, but
1: he's never going to hear any of this.
0: So, you know, as you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, the day comes out about a month ago on the uh, February, mid-February check-in, the Julius Caesar episode, if you will, of the <laughs> PSH podcast. It's called Julius Caesar because they talk the about ides the ads of in March. March. Um, Kyle and Brian were talking about how, like, they do these mid-month check-ins because otherwise they're – their revisiteds or their their still love Hoffmans would be like four hours long. Oh well, so they think. I mean, because <laughs> th- they they're like we like to talk about the movies while the movies on. I was like, yeah, you're still, you're still, you're still young. <laughs> That's the idea. Because I do feel like if we had done what they did and been like, okay, cool, we're starting off with Face Off and Con Air and yeah. The Rock, yeah, and, you know, yeah, all these yeah, movies, yeah, yeah. It would be
1: easier to stay on brand but like well also they're not watching three two three movies a day like they're not logging them backlogging them like we do either you know what i mean so by the third movie you know sometimes we're a little oh there she goes sometimes we're a little tired sometimes there's other things to talk about i mean it gets trickier it's more of like an endurance thing now what i suggest is if you're listening to this episode Listen to three in a row.
0: Oh, boy. L- see how
1: hard that is
0: just to watch three movies in a row, let alone talk about three movies in a row. Between you know. the first and the second one, have lunch. No matter when you're listening to them, <laughs> grab lunch. And then between second and third, get a cup of coffee. And that's what we do. Basically. Which is maybe not a good thing, but, you know, it is. Yeah, it's, it is it's, I mean, it's a little on par with, like, the original run of Cage
1: Club, like how crazy and, you know, how much work we're giving ourselves and all that kind of thing. But, you know... We could also pull back a little bit, probably. You know, like we could take a page from the Hoff Bros, like they took from us, and we could start going once a month or yeah. something like that. We're like halfway done, we're more than halfway done. Well, who knows? Well, he still he released eight movies last year, so every time we like get an inch, a whole new mile opens up. Oh, do we have? Uh, oh, is this this is in the? Uh, in the real-life version, they went to Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, yeah, 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 And that yeah, became yeah. Uh, kind of an in-joke with us for a little while. This reminds me of uh, Kick-Ass a little bit, where he's talking to uh, Hit-Girl. What do you with want? The I want a pony. <laughs> oh, child.
0: <laughs> oh, child. Nah, Daddy, I'm just fucking with you. Those butterfly knives. You speaking about you, you mentioned Abigail Breslin she does sort of have the Ariel Winter mm. um, she's a, she's a better actress than Ariel Winter but she was just in the Miseducation of Cameron Post which is very good with American Honey herself Sasha Lane Oh I'm excited good. so I'm excited for uh the new Hellboy exclusively because Sasha Lane is in it Yeah it does not look good. I mean I'm not a big fan of the uh, other two Hellboys per se but
1: like this new one the trailer it it, it looks off putting I'm not going to say I'm not going to see it. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I don't watch a lot of trailers anymore to begin with. I'm slowly getting there. I still haven't seen the John Wick trailer, John Wick 3, Parabellum. Mm-hmm. But um, they don't keep me from seeing a movie I already want to see. You know what I'm saying? If I made up my mind, oh, I'm going to go see the new Hellboy. I see the trailer and I'm like, oh, this looks terrible. I'm still going to see the movie because I know the trailer isn't a, isn't an accurate representation right. of what I'm going to be getting. Right. If anything, I'm just getting a visual glance at you know a little you know visual sneak peek because you really story-wise and all that stuff especially with something like the new men in black trailer where it's literally just like oh tessa thompson's in it and chris hemsworth in it
0: and okay go see it like that's the whole trailer like (laughs) i've seen so i still don't watch trailers like i don't watch trailers at home um when I go to a, see a movie in theaters, like, I'll, I'll watch a trailer until I know... If it's a movie that I know that I really am looking forward to, I won't watch it. But if it's a movie like Men in Black or whatever, I'm just like, I don't really give yeah, a shit. it's not doing anything anyway. I'll just watch it. So, like, I've seen that Men in Black trailer a handful of times. I'm like, I still... An, it's a nothing. It drives me so crazy that they're using the censored version of London Bridge. Like, why, why, <laughs> in 2019 or 2018 when it came out, uh, why are you using a Fergie song from a decade ago? Because
1: it takes place in London. Cares! And yeah, London Bridge. That's the way marketing thinks. You don't understand. They're like, they're zombies. They don't know oh, how snap. to be creative.
0: Oh, snap. They don't know. Damn, Cage. Cage opening up it. to her. She was just leaving. She know how to
1: keep him hanging. This is one of the very 21st movies. Birthday.
0: Wow, it was like 20 years ago for this character. I think this is one of the movies where, like, Attractive woman does not find Cage Like I don't think there's any kind of attraction (laughs) between Vanessa Hudgens and him. No, because he's haunted. His wife, his sweetheart, died.
1: Like I mean, he's got
0: like a he's got a hot wife, but like I, I, I'm I'm not going to count that. Like it's because it's like you know, no, no,
1: no, yeah, it's different than being a single guy and someone throwing themselves at you just because you're Cage. That's a nice sort of mural thing going on there. There's
0: a referee. Ref Jeff trying to lock up plans <laughs> <laughs> Oh is that his daughter? His daughter died yeah. So like he's You know he feels Connected to this case Because Because they're all the His daughter's age Yeah And she almost stayed But she didn't Angela Lansbury
1: Cameo right there In the front That lady looked a lot like is that her. murder she wrote? Yeah uh, my my uh, grandma used to watch that like every single day So i would seen a bunch of episodes of that. She's basically like Columbo, it's like her and Columbo are like The sort of like Mirror shows I used to think Put on my hat
0: and watch Columbo? What's the <laughs> lyric?
1: Let me clear <laughs> my, my throat. throat No, roll up a wooey and I oh. watch Columbo Okay. And like, or maybe he says dookie, I don't know what he says But the idea is they get high
0: and watch Columbo <laughs> We haven't played our favorite game in a while. Oh, sing a Beastie boy song? Let me clear my throat. I forgot,
1: man, there's almost as much nudity in here as Zondali. But then in no, Zondali, it's all Zondali. And in here, it's like several different people. I like this outfit. Yeah, they're just. she's just wearing overalls. She just looks, they're, they're just overalls. That's why she looks so amazing.
0: Uh, roll up a wooly. Okay. And then watch Columbo. And then in parentheses, what did he do?
1: What is a wooly? And then,
0: I don't know, but it, it's the, the annotation on genius is smoke the joint and watch Columbo a detective show. Technically, a wooly is a cocaine laced joint. Oh,
1: yes. That was back when they used to smoke dust and stuff. Okay. I get it. Now. Take it over here, baby pop, and let all the fly skimmies feel the beat mm, mm-hmm. drop. Oh, she recognized Cusack as her abductor. And now Cusack's all, I'm going to get caught.
0: Alright, Mike, we might have done this before. This is the new style. I think we have. Cooling uh-huh. on the corner on a hot summer day.
1: Just me Yep. Me and my posse and MCA.
0: A lot of beer, a lot of girls, and a lot of cursing. Twenty-two automatic on my person. Got my hand in my pocket and my fingers on a trigger. My posse's getting
1: big and my posse's getting bigger. Some voices I think get we did this got, one. some
0: voices got trouble, some voices got bass.
1: We got the kind of voices that are in your face. Like the
0: bun to the burger, like the burger to the bun. Like the, this is a lyric that I've like never the cherry heard to the
1: apple to the peach to the plum. <laughs> I'm the king of the av and I'm the king of the block. I'm MCA and I'm the king at rock.
0: Well, I'm Mike D. I got all the fly juice. Something
1: I always forget this line. I'm Just, a check-in at the party at on the, the forty, 40 deuce. deuce.
0: Walking down the block with my. Oh, I'm fly a check-in at the party at the forty second street. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Walking down the block with my flesh, fry, with with the fresh fly threads. Beastie Boys fry
1: the biggest heads. Fly the biggest. Fly heads. the biggest. I think we did that one once. I we think did. we went through that one
0: because it sounds a lot of familiar. Yeah, but still fun. Still fun. Me and my posse MCA. Shout out R.I.P.M.C.A. Oh,
1: also Oscilloscope, which we mentioned, I think, on the last episode. Yep. Nathaniel Hornblower. You know that was like his his directorial name. His alias, yeah. I remember watching the MTV Movie Awards and he came out and he was like <laughs> – he came out dressed as Nathaniel Hornblower and crashed the awards and was like, no one deserves this award more than me.
0: This this belongs to me.
1: That's a great clip.
0: That's like you know having somebody show up as Teddy Perkins from Atlanta. Well, I'll never forget
1: the year I graduated high school was the year of Fiona Apple. And she was huge and she exploded and she won the MTV – Musical Award, and she goes, this whole world is bullshit. Everything you see here is bullshit. None of this is real. None of this is real. This is all bullshit. Thank you. And she, like, left the stage. But she's amazing. I must have listened to that first album, like, a billion times. Fiona. And then I saw her, like, at some live performance, too. Um, it was, like... saw where? It was, like, in the city, like... In a studio, my friend had tickets and he brought me. He was like, want to go see Fiona Apple? And we were like in some weird studio and there was like a recording. Like they were like cam- like, like video – like TV cameras and stuff. So like they were filming stuff there like often and she just played like a private concert for like less than 100 people and we were there. Um, Did I tell you? I think I told
0: you maybe. And it was amazing. It was 20 – 11 on my on my birthday my sister and i got tickets to see florence the machine do their mtv unplugged set oh
1: see it was kind of like that it was like going to
0: see an mtv unplugged so my sister and I had seen her or them i guess because it's, it's really her but it's like their band perform in philly and it was great and then they announced uh that they were doing tickets for mtv unplugged in uh-huh. new york um at some like i want to say like it was like a church or something like it was some kind of like ornate like cathedralish place or whatever and he was like, email this MTV email address and be like, you have, to, you have to basically enter a contest to win tickets. And I wrote in there, I was like, look, this is literally on my birthday. If I could win, that'd be awesome. And I, I don't know if they, if they put me because of that or not, but I won. So my sister was at school at the time and she went to New York and she got there really early and she got tickets and she got online or whatever. And I showed up after work and we saw the concert and Josh Homme from Queens of the came out and sang uh, Jackson with her. Which was really cool, you know, like that—that that I'm going down to Jackson, whatever song, and then after the, the concert ends, they like refilmed that one because they didn't like how it worked. So he came back out and sang it again, and then you know we we wait like six or eight months later, whatever comes out. There's the the special, fucking in the front row. Kanye West was there.
1: <laughs> he didn't even know. We it? We were
0: in the fifth row, and he was in the first row. We didn't even know that he was there. <laughs> like it, it was, I was literally like from so you would have that le- wall to that wall was me to Kanye, yeah. and I had no idea and he was in the front row just like watching smiling enjoying the show and i was like, like <laughs> my sister and i was just like what <laughs> that's pretty funny but it was it was really cool to me like it was it was a great set and then we saw her again in austin um and Grimes opened for her and it was and that was really good but i was like what i'm like what are the odds like apparently like you know i don't know if they're friends i don't know if he just likes her music or whatever but like he was obviously mm. seated there before we got there, you know, because they filed so, us like in the order that we got there. She but has kind of a Charlize little, thing happening.
1: Sorry, to, the the wife. Yeah. So this wasn't a concert, but when I went to see Hamilton, um, you saw Hamilton. Yeah, no, not Hamilton. What am I thinking of? The other one, um, Book of Mormon. Oh, so okay. when I saw Book of Mormon, mm. um, I didn't know it at the time for like a month or two later. But one of my best friends was at the same show with his wife. And the other person Is this Aldo sh- No. No uh, This is the guitarist This is uh, Lisa and her husband So maybe Yeah Yeah uh, But the uh, there was a celebrity there At the show that I did see Who goes by the name Jonah Hill
0: Whoa Yeah so
1: like I, I'm actually standing up Looking around to see if I could see anybody I was like I'm never going to recognize anyone. And then I was like Oh there's Jonah Hill um, And then funny enough I was looking for people And I didn't see my friend
0: and his wife So that was I think this wife's kind of got, like, a piper from uh, Orange is the New Black sort of thing uh-huh. like that, you know.
1: Okay.
0: Also from the Lucky One, the Zack Attack movie. Uh, when I saw when, – when Conan did his week in New York, like, seven or eight years ago or eight, eight or nine years ago, whatever, we went on the fourth day, the final day, and it was Louis. Like, Louis was there before Louis was disgraced, and Louis was the guest. They had, like, a gay marriage happen there. Like, huh. I think Conan, like, officiated the wedding, but because it was the final day – like, John Stewart was there, and Stephen Colbert were there, oh, just, and then after yeah. the show, as they went to the crowd, uh, you know, Kona went there, to, like, to say, basically, thank you to the crowd. He walked to our row, we were, like, two-thirds way back, and he used my shoulder mm-hmm. to climb up and stand on the back of the chair and, like, wave to the crowd, and so, like, you can see, at the end of this episode, me just standing there, like, looking up, like, I, don't think, <laughs> I, think, I'm, I think I'm blocked by him, but you can see, like, my sister, like, looking up and clapping at him. Uh, but it's just, it's just so weird that he grabbed me and like used me, like prop himself up and just like stood. I was like, that's, that's cool.
1: Just man, but I was also,
0: funny. I was wearing a Vikings jacket as I want to do. And like, I'm the only person like in the entire thing that's like in purple. Let am see. Actually, I think I put a picture on Facebook. Let me see if I can find that picture. It's a long time ago. So many people find it. I love this guy's like, you're supposed to be
1: hooking on the other side of the street. That girl has kind of a... She had sort of a... Gyllenhaal look going for her. I'm just a little curious here. We got... Okay. We're on the better side of an hour with this one. Cusack just cruising. And she's out there knowing that he's out there. Like, she is... Man. Well, I mean, she doesn't have a lot going for her. No, but... You know? But she know like she survived a Cusack once, and she knows he's out there already again, and she's standing out there. And like, I understand she needs to eat and stuff, but Cage said he'd help her. I'm sure there's been gift-worthy scenes. It's just,
0: I don't know that there have been. I mean, there, I would guess probably, been. but like also maybe not. Well, what
1: about this one? I sp- <laughs> just
0: a moose in the middle of the street.
1: It's very northern exposure. I don't know. That's kind of gift worthy. Vanessa Hudgens just kind of crosses a a moose. Look, it's not going to win me the game. So,
0: what am I looking for? Oh, Conan. You. Uh, me and Conan. You at Conan. -hmm. Mike Vamp, while I do this, Um, dead air, dead air, dead air. Yeah, it is dead air. I don't
1: know. Maybe we should have invited one of the Hofbro's over to promote their commentaries, and they could see how difficult it gets after doing like forty of them, where you have
0: to. I I have my own show. I really really wonder if we should have more uh, people on, like more guests. I also feel like it's. It's kind of a big ask as opposed to just watching a movie and then recording, you know what I mean? Like
1: Well, I mean, I know Kyle and Brian will be up for it again
0: at some point, but probably like, be up for it. You know, I have one friend who really wants to um do uh guarding tests with us. I mean, <laughs> okay, I was like, Hey man, okay, whatever dude. you want to do. But why, but okay. Because he loves that movie. And he kinda wants to I think I, I think in a way they kinda prove why or something. Here's a picture of you next to Milk. I'm that far back. I'm close. Wow. The legendary Milk. Us outside Tobin's office. That was that same night.
1: Alright. Jeez. More on. beauty. Budman. Cusack on the prowl.
0: I think I'm close.
1: Johnny C. Coming for you. If I'm going to be able to find that I'm close... He's gonna get ya. He's John Kiesek. You better watch out. He's coming for you. You're gonna be put under the frozen ground. By Johnny Kiesek. You better watch out. <laughs> oh no. What is she doing? She's taking like all these
0: pills and stuff. Is this like actual? Like, I don't know what this song is, but it feels like. It's either, like, a, like an actual 80s metal song or, like, something that's just, like, yeah. like, a cheap recreation of one. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, it's probably the
1: one they could afford. Yeah, it's probably, like, Sorcerer instead of Sorcery or something. And you know what they're singing about. He's coming to get you. Yeah. Here's Johnny Cusack. He's gonna put you deep on the frozen ground.
0: I guess it was before my road trip. Hmm. I don't know, man. Almost certain well, I don't know.
1: John Cusack. Oh, here comes Cage. Is he gonna is he gonna is he gonna catch him? See, because if anybody at that bar sees you a guy trying to get into the woman's bathroom, you got problems. Like, uh-oh, OD'd. Yeah. uh oh, she O D'd. Yeah. her life's not, not great. Yeah, but I mean it's better than being a victim of Johnny C. What, dying? I guess. Yeah, being buried under frozen ground. Or
0: just being left in the woods to decompose.
1: He's Johnny Cusack. You better watch out. you gonna getcha. Cage has your package. This also has a – maybe because we watched it and it came out around the same time as that Paul Schrader one, but it also has a bit of a feel of that one. The That had Anton time Yelchin. Yeah, with Anton Yelchin. I mean just this idea of like – I mean I know that was an over-the-hill spy on his last hurrah and this is more of a detective trying to – I don't know. Grieve about his daughter and stuff, but I don't know. It gets sort of. The I think same this one has a of sadness sense of place. I think. I think you know. Yeah, I guess that's it. It just just the same sort of sad tone over it with Cage as a character.
0: Yeah. Okay, so here's. Okay, so I found. Well, that doesn't really help. <laughs> <laughs> so I found. Mm, fuck. We should just, uh, so we should just now so far, every single,
1: you know, every single Conan episode's on his website now. Maybe we should find the actual episode. And so I'm it. back
0: in time where I posted the pictures of, like, the free Conan duck that we got and this shot of the stage. So maybe I just, oh, damn it. I mean, this is terrible for the audio medium that is podcasting.
1: I could sing more of my John Cusack
0: song. He's gonna get you. He's gonna get you.
1: He's Johnny Cusack. He's
0: coming for you. <laughs> um, Nothing, huh? No, I don't know if I can find it. Yeah, whatever.
1: Oh, you should pretend he was in the Navy. Was it Sean's dad? In the Navy. Your name is Sean's dad in the Navy. You're stationed in Japan. In the Navy Your son's the new Drift King In the Navy That's my Sean's dad song Tokyo Drift soundtrack
0: Well, I appreciate that
1: I wonder who... I guess Chloe Grace, I was gonna say I wonder who Cage... Actually, no I wonder, who Cage has had some very young co-stars, now that I think about it. But I was going to say, like, I wonder who his youngest co-star was that he actually, like, carried a whole movie with. I don't know if she feels 83 to me, as far as, like, there he is again, look, there's the uncle from Split. At what point is he in split? That's maybe that's why so kind of like he is. is in the flashbacks when the main character is a little girl and they like go camping and stuff.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, okay. And then you learn his fate in glass. I hope he dies because he's terrible. Well, like there's a, she like turned him in and stuff, yeah. and so he's in prison now. And she lives with, like, a foster family.
0: Because did he rape her? The
1: dad raped her? She did. No, he did, yeah. He, so his thing was to, like, and I think he, after the dad died, she went to live with him. Spoilers and, for these movies. No, well, yeah, for Split, it's all, like, her backstory is that. About, she, this is Anya Taylor-Joy, right? Yeah, she goes and lives with an abusive uncle, and then in, you find out in Glass, like, right away, like, right when the movie opens, you find out that, like, that guy's in jail.
0: He's uh he's kind of got a Danny McBride thing going on in this movie.
1: Oh, yeah. like Yeah, just a little too
0: tall. Like a low-rent Danny McBride. It's really oh, tall. Oh, yeah. It's a
1: long okay. fitty. Damn. Oh, that's not cool. I think we should just strike that word from the record of forever. Just stop calling any grown person a boy. Yeah, I mean, that's also... No, but I mean, with racism. especially... No, I know, especially... But I'm just saying... I'm surprised 50 would take a role that didn't, like, not look glamorous, you know, get his ass kicked, get shot. Like, he just kind of strikes me as the kind of guy who doesn't want to look bad in movies because he never really does in his movies. He's just always kind of the guy that, uh, as far as the movies I'd seen him in, is just, like, the guy.
0: I feel like, I mean, it's not like 50 Cent is a great actor.
1: No, I'm just I thinking like of his he, image. And I
0: don't I don't know, well, I mean, well, that. But I also feel like he's not really in a position to decline roles.
1: Well, I wonder, though, because they want him because he's 50 Cent, right? Like, that's what I always thought. It's like, you're, you're sort of, it's kind of stunt casting, but it's also, he's not a bad actor. So, like, it's kind of like a win-win situation in a way. It's like, we could, we got a little bit of this stunt casting, but he actually knows what he's doing and... Maybe they, you know, so like I feel like it's at that point where you are like ask for him or like, you know, um, LL Cool J, right? Like, OK, so like back when he was a big actor a lot, like I feel like he's the kind of guy who's like, oh, let's get LL for this role because he just feels so many of the things we're looking for kind of, I don't know. It just seems like the kind of guy that they doesn't audition so much as gets offered things, but I have no idea. I don't know. I know, I'm just trying to kill some time on the frozen ground. No, but uh, I don't
0: know if... I don't know that... Because it's not I, his main thing, you know? Well, because like, music is his main gonna thing. Are people going to
1: see this movie because 50 Cent is in it? No, but but maybe they're sitting around going, we got Cusack, we got, like, what? who could we get for this role that would be interesting, that isn't maybe so uh, conventional as, like, a Cusack or a Cruz or everyone else in this movie. I mean, uh, a cage. It's like, you know, you throw... Uh, you throw Fifty Cent in there, and it's just like, oh, well, that's that's a little something else. It's I still, don't think, I, don't,
0: I don't think I don't think it's an offer thing. I think it's, uh, mm. I think they're like maybe maybe they want a hip hop guy. Maybe they want just uh, a. a you know, I think you're, maybe you're right maybe they don't want an actor. Maybe they want somebody unconventional. But I don't think that they're like, hey, Fifty, we. Blindly <laughs> to Come join our movie No yeah you're right It's probably more like 50s agents Like look There's a
1: small VOD movie You would be fine in Like you know It's not too much work It's a good way To sort of get Get more Stuff under your belt Because he also did That prison movie With Stallone Escape Plan Escape Plan He, he was a that. Yeah
0: He's, and he's been really in good but... In Den of Thieves no, he's he's not... Den... That's an exaggeration But he's in he's Den of Thieves He's good in Den of Thieves He's in there He works Let's just say He works in it Right do you think John Cusack learned how to fly that plane for this movie? I
1: don't know. That's a
0: good question. Because there's a shot that like either it, it was look like a that good, hard a good stand. Well, well flying—it's—it's it's the landing. The landing. That's is the what landing I hear. Part. Yeah,
1: but if you trust your instruments, if you can, sort of. I think to find a dead body. Almost right, or like he's going to tag an area. Oh, he's abandoning his trinkets, right? Like he's. Yeah, so yeah, he's
0: starting to try and stop, I think. is Or just, I think he feels the heat is on, <laughs> just like Asia saying, The heat is on. No, they were the heat of the moment. Who did the heat is on?
1: The heat is on. On the street. I'm, I, the more I sing it, the, the clearer it's coming to me. The heat is on. Da, na, 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 na. Glenn Fry, Oh, wow. Oh, 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 oh. oh, that guy. Um, him, 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 him. I don't know who that is. I know him as the mayor's assistant in Ghostbusters, too. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. That's a crazy video Is that the Beverly Hills Cop one? It might be Kurt Fuller, D.A. Pat Clydes. From what? I knew him most from Ghostbusters 2 As the mayor's assistant Oh, okay But the uh, dude's been in so much
0: Yeah, definitely know the name Yeah it's awesome.
1: Stay alive when the heat is on.
0: That's a pretty iconic uh, saxophone riff, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh.
1: Dude, this song was huge when I was a kid. I love this song as a little, little micster running around at like five, six years old. I can't believe we we're listening to it during the frozen Crown.
0: <laughs>
1: it sounds like it could be Huey
0: Lewis. I don't like think like not the vocals, so I feel like no, maybe but the, like the bed, the type uh, of music. Yeah. All right, that's a, that's enough, Glenn Fry. I do like that our our case clubs are becoming uh, juking box musicals, as Andrew Lloyd Webber or Paula Tompkins, <laughs> as Andrew Lloyd Webber calls them. <laughs> Kurt Fuller.
1: I don't think I'm going to get bingo. Oh, I'm definitely not.
0: What have I seen this guy? He's been in 200 things. He's Yeah, he's in everything. But why would I know him? Oh! He was in Accidental Love, which is a Jake Gyllenhaal movie that I never heard of until we did our Jake Gyllenhaal run-through last episode. He He was in a short called Gay Batman as Concerned Citizen. Okay. That's definitely where I know him from. Oh, okay. He was in Wrong Cops, which... Do you see Wrong, the Quentin Depew, and there's Wrong Cops? No. He's at Midnight in Paris. Yeah, I think he's the father-in-law.
1: He's uh, your girl's dad. Was he dad. in Soderbergh things? I don't know. I don't think Wait, so. my girl's dad? Wait, what are you... Isn't what? she in that? Isn't Rachel McAdams? Who's the girl in that? Uh, is is that Leslie Bibb? I, I in care. what movie? Oh, in oh midnight in it's Paris. not Rachel McAdams,
0: I don't think. Although, I saw that before she was my girl, so I don't know. The heat is on. God, he's been on so many things. What do I know him from, or do I just know him from, like, just being Yeah, Rachel McAdams, ones? yeah. Oh, it is her. Yeah, I knew it. Huh. Um, Too bad I'm not going to watch the movie again. You should still
1: watch that movie. It's still a good movie. I know I like that movie, but, you it's know. It's a good movie. You can still watch Woody Allen movies. Well, I mean, just, just not the ones that are about wanting to, like, their commit goals. adultery and like yeah. Oh, was, he's in was, Wayne's World. I think. That's oh, why... that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is the assistant to Rob Lowe.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I a love you, man. Bonfire of the Vanities. Oh, we'll get there shortly. Ghostbusters 2 as you said. Thank you. And I found that it is possible to have a platonic. Relationship. He's in a couple Schwarzenegger movies. He's in Red Heat and The Mm -hmm. Running Man. Mm
1: -hmm. The Running Man. That's right. He is the advertising guy. I think behind the scenes. All I would have known him from. This isn't when they trick him, is it?
0: No, no, no. He's in a. uh... No. When they trick him, it's basically the movies like mic Drop. It's like, boom, movie over. Look what we just did. I think that's like because he went out because he knew that the heat was on <laughs> and so he ditched all the evidence in a place where yeah. he knew that he could get it back because those are his prizes. But he, but they're going to find his he finds his prizes at some point I mean like they have to corner him at, you know somehow but um, so right now they're just picking him up because he's known to pick up Hookers. I don't know. I think he's just like a person of interest, perhaps, or you know, he's just been around. I don't. I'm not sure.
1: He looks. I'm gonna now. Now that he's in the room with him, he looks. A, this is gonna be weird. Now, maybe because I'm feeling weird, but he looks a little like Cage in this movie. Like, watch when they cut back and forth.
0: Oh, damn it. I thought they were gonna cut back to him. You hear his rationale for why he wanted a hooker because he didn't want his wife, something I he loves, to perform oral sex on him.
1: Wait, he wanted a hooker to perform oral sex on him because his wife wouldn't. No, because he didn't want his wife to do it. Oh, no, he I love that's too some much. that's some Mike Pence shit. Like that's some weirdo weird shit. I've well, it's heard like, that it's in, in call me old fashioned, but yeah, that's super old fashioned.
0: Does he have a wife?
1: Yes And two kids
0: In that house Or not yeah. in the
1: house Cusack
0: <laughs> Huh I'm pretty sure Right We know Cage Has a wife and kids
1: Sweet cell phone bro 1983 dude They wouldn't even Have that phone
0: Well, I think it's probably just like a wireless, you know, like a a cop cordless. Walkie-talkie thingy. No, I think it might even just be like a the phone at that building. Oh, I I hear what you mean. (laughs) It's a cordless house phone.
1: Cage is really going to try now to sort of trap him in his own lie, right? Because it's so it's been going on for so long and it's so involved, there's got to be a hole somewhere. See, do you think they kind of look a little sort of like they could be brothers? And they've never played brothers, but this is the movie they could have been brothers, I feel. That would have added like an interesting twist. Like Cage doesn't want to prosecute his brother. Oh, You know what I'd like to see Cage play? And this is kind of like a noir thing. Cowboy? Well, obviously a cowboy. I'm still writing that one. The problem with my cowboy script now is I don't... I'm basing the other character on Keanu because it's a French-Canadian trapper. So I don't know what's happening with that anymore. But I want to see Cage play a guy who's investigating himself. Like, I saw this old, like, not old, but I saw like this Italian movie from the 70s once about a cop who was on a case, and it turns out he did it. And he wasn't aware that he was the murderer and stuff, because he was, like, you know, mental and everything. I'd love to see Cage do something like that.
0: Like a uh, Jim Carrey in the number 23, or like a... Right, like another sort Kevin of... Kevin and Mr. May, Brooks. Maybe
1: another crazy conspiracy movie is what I'm getting at, like, kind of thing, where he can't trust himself and... The Hungry Rabbit jumps again. Right, because sort of... That's sort of that and sort of the uh, Wicker Man kind of thing, you know, where he's like, what is real and what isn't?
0: If you like won that Cage. the lottery, mm-hmm. won hundreds of millions of dollars, how much you... would you spend to <laughs> offer Cage and Guy Pierce and January Jones to make Seeking Justice 2? Well,
1: I'll tell you exactly what I, how I'd go about doing this. I'd contact Lisa. I'd ask her her to put me in touch with Elijah (laughs) and then I would pitch it to him first and I'm sure he'd go for it and I'd kind of go reverse it I'd get January Jones in on it then I'd get Guy Pearson on it then we'd all go to Cage together and we'd be like look Mike's insane he just won the lottery we're all with him on this Seeking Justice to The Hungry Rabbit still jumps it
0: won't be distributed this is for his own private collection
1: (laughs) no 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 I have to at least put it on demand somewhere but I feel like if I just had the money, maybe not that movie, but I feel like if we had the money in a script, we could get a cage movie made. I don't feel like it's a,
0: an impossibility anymore, now that Lisa's oh, making no, her not, second. No, absolutely not. I mean, the other connection, I think even if you, you know, once you win the lottery, you, you, I think you are open to a, a new world in terms mm-hmm. of contacts. That's yeah, and like-
1: finance and all that kind of, yeah, right, contacts, right. Yeah, you could just schmooze on a whole other level. Like if you, If you find out that, like, Cage is somewhere for the weekend, you could just fly there and accidentally bump into him, strike up a conversation. Hey, I'm a new billionaire, like, let's go shopping, I don't know. Here's a
0: sticker with your face on it. (laughs)
1: Let's go buy some rare stuff off of shady vendors and return them to the people who they actually belong to, like...
0: Is there? This can't be the. This, this can't be the scene, right? Or is it?
1: No, I'm saying the whole scene's like a half an hour
0: long. Is that really?
1: <laughs> it's like the second half of the movie. Oh, this is sort of like a a Bobby uh my uh my the boy Bob situation, right? Where they like get him on tape and then and then he thinks he's off tape and he confesses on tape or something or.
0: Oh, Bob Durst! Yeah, <laughs> killed them all, of course. Oh boy! So when I went downtown, uh, downtown where I live, I'm not well. I guess by telling the story, I could, it basically announces where I live. But if you're listening this far into the episode, email me at bagatcageclub.me, and I guess you'll know where I live. Um, but when I went downtown the other day, there were, like, outside the, the, the county courthouse, there were video trucks from ABC and CBS. And I was like, huh. And what I found, I was like, there's got to be something. And it was some actress who had been on 10 episodes of, like, I don't remember what TV show. And I, uh, I'm not obscuring the TV show because I don't want people to know where I live because who cares. But some actress was just resentenced For DUI murdering someone That was in your town? Yeah Oh my god, I just heard that So when I drove by, I was like, oh look, there's gotta be something going on there in that courthouse
1: Uh, I had not known about that, that that happened in the first place But then I saw the resentencing news on uh, Channel 12 And I was like, oh, I didn't know that happened Mm -hmm. Oh, I guess
0: they're going back Oh, time jump, flashback, boom, boom if Cage what cries, do you mean, I win. Time
1: jump flashback.
0: That was a flashback. That was. Oh, is that
1: when they first find Hutchinson? Or yeah, no, that's when they find her. Or was it? F-
0: I think I don't know. I'm not going to win if we. Boy, if that's a flashback, I win. No, I actually, and I'm not just saying this because I, I, forgot, <laughs> I forgot that she got re-kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets re-kidnapped in a movie? What is that? That is a, that is enough to make this amazing. It's like you know, you know, double jeopardy, like that Ashley Judd movie, where like she gets I'm aware accused of, of yeah. murdering. I haven't it. seen it. I know it's it double jeopardy. of murdering is. Yeah. her husband, goes to jail for it or whatever, right? And is acquitted of it, actually and actually murders her husband, but like can't get arrested for it. But you totally can. But you can because it's two different murders. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's not the same crime. Anyway, they're basically <laughs> prosecuting Cusack for the first rape and murder. Yes, but he just or rape and kidnap, but he just kidnapped her again. Yeah. So it's like, it's like a reverse Double Jeopardy. It's like being punished once for two crimes as opposed to twice the same crime. <laughs> My
1: head hurts so much. My brain. Yeah, I just... The more I see her, she doesn't look like she has an 80s look. She looks very 90s or millennial to With me. Vanessa Hudgens? Yeah, just her style. Like, makeup, hair, that kind of thing. Like, well, I don't think that's her fault. I think that's no, no, the, no. I'm uh, not saying it's her fault. I'm just saying if, they you know, it doesn't... They could have done something else to her hair to give her a much more eighties feel, like teased it a little bit more, yeah,
0: the heat is on there we go, cage doing uh ladder stuff,
1: oh, it kind of takes you all the way back to raising Arizona when he was on a ladder.
0: Too true, too true, too true.
1: I don't know if he gets on a ladder any further back than that, but... We found the guns! He's so happy about it, too. We don't just have, like, caged smiles, right? I mean, he's got such a great smile. (laughs) I I feel like it should be a board. Oh, he's going through his daughter's old stuff? Oh she's she's hanging there now at the house.
0: Which I guess, you know, if you want to protect her, bring her to I don't know. Well it's sort of like witness protection. I mean I've
1: heard of stuff like this happening where like a cop will watch the the person for like a night or two until they could like find a place for them.
0: It also feels like too close considering the fact that they had lost a daughter and that's why he's involved. That's the whole Theme of the movie I Josh. know But it just <laughs> like, still feels that's, like It's too close Oh yes
1: Yeah well I mean Cause it's the only theme Going on Like with this character She looks like Charlize to me And I mean She I just, looks like somebody else It's not just because She's like a tall thin blonde woman Like it's There's something about her profile that just, like, made me think of Charlize very
0: much. So in that new movie, formerly known as Flarsky, Longshot, I think Charlize is running for president?
1: No, I don't know. It just looks like her, like, Seth Rogen. running for office of some kind. But Seth Rogen just keeps writing movies where he gets to hook up with, like, beautiful blonde women. <laughs> like, the American yeah. Dream, man. Good for him. I mean, he's a good writer. He's a funny guy. And- what movie was I just getting
0: really upset about? Not upset about, but I was... I you hope know. it's not
1: This is the end
0: No I was Was it a Seth oh, Rogen movie it's Pete Holmes It's crashing Oh no, I, mean, I haven't just... seen The new episode
1: I don't I haven't, I've only seen Two episodes of that Whole show And it was from this season The first two episodes Of this season The whole show I don't really like, like that show It feels pretentious Look at pretentious. me I'm up with Yeah it is But Pete Holmes Doesn't strike me As someone who would Come across that way So it, that's what Is very off-putting About that it's show It's very
0: cringy too Like it's, it's just cringy. like It's him not being good At what he does uh, oh no, she's in ho- she's in the hospital. I guess whatever.
1: Well, he's gonna bring her home, and she takes. No, her. she's
0: not. But like that show is just exists for him to hook up with hot women. Yeah, I like, know. Episode
1: two with the blonde girl I was like this is out of control. Like this is they have sex in the dressing room and stuff like six times or whatever. I was like, this is out of control. Like he's writing wish fulfillment because in this season point.
0: one he was the the show starts with him married to Lauren Lapkus, right? Um, and then the girl in season two used to Jamie, be his Jamie
1: Lee. That was his real life girlfriend. Really? That's what Kyle told me. Yeah, and Kyle's like a huge Pete Holmes like oh yeah, he loves yeah. fans. So he would know. So it's even weirder that he wrote his ex wife onto the show as his girlfriend slash ex girlfriend that he sleeps with. No, I don't think his ex wife is. No, his ex wife is the girl like the the not the blonde girl the the brunette. No, the brunette. But I don't
0: think she wasn't his Christian wife.
1: No, 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 but she's the whole girl in season two Like yes. his girlfriend in season two but,
0: but she's not the one who he was married to No,
1: no, no, that's the Lauren Lapkus might have character yeah. yeah Who, like right in the first Episodes you see naked, I was like Well, that I'd never expect With it Laura Lapkus? Yeah, we have the one boob But it's like, she never struck me as that type of actress Like,
0: I don't know what type the of HBO actress man. That is, but I guess it's, yeah Yeah, I don't I liked Pete Holmes. I don't... Oh, he has has my sister's birthday. I mean, he's 12 years older, but he has my sister's birthday. Um, Yeah, I've never really been, like, 100% with him or stuff, but... Holmes married Valerie Cheney, whom he refers to, quote, as Sweet Lady Val. What bothers me
1: most about that is just the way comic culture is portrayed as um, everyone's a fucking jerk. Like I just hate, would never want to go see anybody perform comedy on that show because they all come across to me like big assholes. Um, I don't think it does good for the image of. I think it's you know, majestic, those though. places. No, but it's not that. It's not that bad. I mean, I don't want to go see Dave Attell and then have him pick on Pete Holmes all night. Like that's not what I paid for. I mean, I don't know.
0: Oh well, that, I mean, again, that was a very. Weird sort of episode She get kidnapped to, Oh no She got Taken by So she gets kidnapped by Cusack twice And by 50, like 50 once. once or twice
1: Well Because that guy's looking for him For Cusack Whoa, So it's, He's going back She's going back for the third time
0: <laughs> Cleat. But yeah, I think that was an extreme example. I mean, I, I I can also see how if there's like a new comic that people know, who like, because I mean the whole the whole comedy circle is like you all, you kind of pick on your friends and everything. Because like that's it. Yeah, so like, I can see a world in which uh, a relatively new comic buys tickets to see the show. No, uh, yeah, instead of like watching from backstage like I can see like them being like that. Like the way because I, I feel like that episode or that like the five minutes of that episode where they all show like every comic picking on them, I feel like it wasn't like their entire set was picking on them. I feel like they were just cutting from thing to thing to thing to thing, whatever, you know what I mean? But like Yeah. I don't know. It just It seems it just the I don't love that show. Yeah. It's just a very
1: self centered view of the world and I just I oh, didn't absolutely. think I didn't think Pete Holmes was that. You know, like just from I just from his appearances on Conan and the standup I've seen, he seemed much more Wholesome than that. And uh, I didn't, I don't know. It's hard for me to believe that he's this big a jerk, but I guess, I don't know. I don't know why you'd want to portray yourself in that way. And I mean, maybe he just feels like that's real. That's the realness, but it's just not entertaining to me. I don't know. I mean, I'm in a lot of trouble with HBO shows lately, to be quite honest with you. I've, like, been watching the wrong ones, or, or not getting into the ones I'm watching. Like, I'll stick to True Detective. I'm waiting for Watchmen to start. I have to go back and watch the Pretty Little Liars stuff, but... High uh,
0: Maintenance is really good. I don't know if you're watching that. High Maintenance is really good. Oh! So, the weird thing is, like,
1: it's been three seasons and I finally started watching High Maintenance. Uh, so now I have, I'm looking forward to going back and watching. Yeah, the rest really, of that. Because really this, the three episodes or two episodes I saw this season were were really crazy, weird, and I really liked them. The one Blondie that was a really good episode when the guy was like a nudist and his roommate was like. That, know, guy's was on, that guy's sco- on a couple episodes. Okay, his roommate's like the old school New Yorker who's yeah. like been around forever. I thought that was a good episode. I like the guy. I think he's a cool dude. Like uh, how he's dealing out of his truck
0: and stuff this season. And he just he, his character just called the guy. Like he doesn't have a name. Poor Van Hudge getting the shit kicked out of her. Damn. By Clate.
1: Oops. Just more <laughs> more nudity for no reason.
0: <laughs> Just it reminds me of Losing It, where they're, they, always keep, <laughs> they keep thinking of that Tom Cruise in that one room. Losing
1: it. Losing it. And I'm pretty sure that guy that they keep the army dude is the boyfriend in Terminator 1 who Arnold destroys.
0: Is Case going to kill this guy? I think so, right? Or no? I think they get him. Oh, no. Nope.
1: They totally could have had
0: him. And I think this goes without saying, but you didn't see this movie before we watched it, right? No, like, no, no, no. And you haven't seen it since?
1: Nope. But I've been thinking about it once or twice. I mean, maybe it's the Cusack connection, maybe because I do follow him on Twitter. He has blocked Brian's Twitter. Um, he's in, He's very politically... Charged these days Like he
0: You know His feed is Like It's almost a conspiracy feed From time to time What's the movie You've been wanting to watch Desperately that I Oh we watched it already It was The Runner Oh it was The Runner For some reason Because you're You're a sadist And a masochist
1: (laughs) (laughs) It had Sarah Paulson in it That was interesting It doesn't make it good No I just said It was interesting I'm just stating things about it Not why I liked it Or wanted to watch it I don't like it Yeah Oh, and then we found out Sarah Paulson's Bosom Buddies connection, or connection to Hank's. Ruth. So that was cool. Ruth Dunbar. Hmm. I mean, aside from Hank, what else is this guy? Do you know this guy from oh, anything Oh, he was in else? the X-Files. Oh, one episode. Just one episode, but that leaves an indelible mark. If you're on, like, especially then, the cameo in the X-Files was, like, you could almost, like, Start your career that way Be like Oh so what have you done No, it was on This one episode of the
0: X-Files You're hired I think I called him Dean Winters before That is not his name It's Dean Norris uh, he was also in Total Recall, apparently. Dean Winters, bo- yeah, oh. he's the mutant
1: with the thing on his face when they go to the Marsh Martian script, uh, Martian whorehouse.
0: He was the star of Under the Dome, that Stephen King adaptation on. on oh CBS. yeah, I watched the
1: first season. That he's been okay. in
0: twenty episodes of the show called Claws, which is on TNT. Oh, he's in Death Wish. He's in the new Death Wish. The new Death Wish with yeah. Bruce Willis. I did not see it. I don't think I'm getting it. He was in Beirut with John Hamm. He was in the Book of Henry. Oh, he was the neighbor in the Book Oh of Henry. shit. <laughs> he was the fucking, <laughs> he was the principal in Fist Fight.
1: Oh, I like that movie a lot. Yeah, he's good. And they send his car around the world. Right? Or they send his car, they ship his car, and it comes back with all the stickers from, yeah.
0: <laughs> he was in The Counselor. He was in Get the Gringo. Was that the Mel Gibson movie? Get the Gringo, wasn't
1: Oh, no, I'm just thinking of Gringo. Gringo, Charlize. Charlize, yeah. Oh, here
0: we go. The flight chart. He's in one episode of Lost, apparently.
1: Huh. Oh, was he in the, um... I think, was that a Locke episode? Does it say
0: which episode of Lost he was in? He was in something like a Hoth. Miles is chosen by Horace to transport a dead body across the island during the trip... Miles reveals to Hurley that Dr. Pierre Chang was his father when he resents from leaving him and his mother.
1: So that's when Miles was – it's a Miles flashbackslash slash forward because they're in the past on the island but the future. And I think that's when Miles is going around as like a failed psychic and that might be one of the people he talks to. Hmm. I love that That character. It's so good. I mean, he, doesn't he like hold himself as a baby or something? Or he sees himself as like a little baby on the island at one point and like freaks out. I do like in the scene
0: that Cage is playing like cop and lawyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I yeah. say, I say, good
1: cop, good lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Now look at, you, look at, look at, look at here. I want, I want Cage's Foghorn Leghorn. Oh. Well we almost get a little of it some from time to time like uh, in his New Orleans stuff like I feel like acid yellow leans a little bit into that foghorn leghorn kind of thing Sonny I say I say my dear boy
0: yeah he is into this yeah he's
1: intensifying
0: this is it this is this is the uh show the great showdown right here. Doesn't he say, like, I don't, I've never seen that girl, and they open the door, and she's there, and he like, loses his mind? <laughs> isn't that it? Like, I isn't think that so. It? They're,
1: they're going to reinstate the death penalty just for you. Bob! 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 Overreaction. Oh, here we go. This fucking whore! Right <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. Oh, hard C. Yep. That's right. Oh, he
0: calls her a little whore.
1: There we go. There's the Bobby moment. <laughs> Checkmate. I mean, cage Look like, at that uh, cage face. Rookie move. We gotcha. This is uh, this is very like the end of Jackie Brown where they all get him at the end. Like we were
0: all in on it. We were all just like standing outside the door waiting. <laughs> Or like that one episode Of Bosom Buddies Where they're all like Trying to get him To apologize (laughs) I need to watch Jackie Brown again I've only seen it once it was like Forever ago So
1: a friend of mine Was over like a week ago And Subtitles No Well Subtitles slash Title cards But yeah We're not doing that yet Um, But Jackie Brown Was on the the, uh, Like a while ago My friend was over. We like Found ourselves Just enthralled by it We watched like an hour Of it before we realized What are we doing
0: well, it's the, it's the blending of two worlds. It's the Tarantino yeah. directing and the Elmore Leonard script. Mm-hmm. Or the... I guess Tarantino wrote it, but I guess well, it, was, it was adapted, adapted from from Rum Punch, yeah. Rum Punch. And he basically... 461 years plus life. Yikes.
1: He basically took, like, one of Pam Grier's other characters of, like, Foxy Brown and, like, transplanted that character, like, what if that was this character kind of thing. It's really cool how he mashed up all the stuff he liked. Oh, he's promoted. He always gets promoted whenever he's a cop. You know, he's been promoted so many times at the end of movies.
0: He gets promoted in bad lieutenant, right?
1: Um, as good as it not as as good as it gets, right? It could happen to you? It could happen to you. That's it. Well, I say, as good as it gets. The lower forty-eight. Oh, I thought she was forty-eight. <laughs> she is now 48. <laughs> well,
0: now she's if she's still alive, she's 58. All right, Mike, how many things do you cross okay. off including including the middle square One, 2, 3 4
1: 5 6 7 8 9 10. Me too. Oh, look at that. We tied. Oh. Oh this is depressing.
0: This is very weird.
1: It's, like, it's is,
0: like remember how you felt bad about watching this movie? It but this like, I mean, this
1: fits perfectly in with early cage club Joey and very weird endings. Like how there would just be a drastic right turn when the credits are about to roll. And most notorious Birdie. Birdie, no what? Baba ba baba baba. no, Q La Bamba. That's it. That's Q where La Q Bamba. La Bamba came from. Because it
0: it goes right into Labamba. So come back in two weeks for the Humanity Bureau, a new Cage movie. Again, not a good Cage movie, but one well, of which one in which he uh, holds a dead our kid holds a dead bird. It's a future
1: sci fi Cage. So it's uh, Donald Trump is in it. Well, it's the end of American. It's the end of America. <laughs> it takes place at the end of America, basically.
0: And uh, yeah, so two weeks. Go to cageclub.me, facebook.com/slash cageclub at cageclubpod on Twitter and Instagram. Email mailbag at cageclub.me. Um, wow. Patreon.com slash cageclub. So here's my, again, a promise to you. If you made it all the way here and you email us, I will mail you. And, and no one else has yet because we have one extra. I will mail you a uh, Raising Arizona Nicolas Cage pin. But only if you made it all the way to the end here. So This is pretty terrible. Yeah, talk. because we're going
1: through all the victims here. I'm just saying the music. It's all oh, terrible. Su- there's Cindy. Survived. Oh, look. She looks a lot like her. Mm. Oh, wait, that's because that was her, and there's the real picture. Mm. They showed a picture of Vanessa Hutchins as Cindy, and then... all right, Scott Walker, written and directed by... Good all job. Right. Can't can yeah, can go, imagine go, there go, being go, yeah. anything at the end of these credits, but it is five minutes of credits that we're going
0: to oh skirt through, because it is just... Well, thank you for listening again. We um, we'll be back in two weeks with the Humanity Bureau... Good 24 shows in the network. By now or around now, there should be the Into the Spider-Verse episode of Cage Club. Let's go check that out. CageClub.me yes. Email mailbag at CageClub.me Just say hi and we will catch you in two weeks for the Humanity Bureau. And that's that.